need some mm-hmm. R&R wishes, yeah. Raw and real. Whoa. I need some R&R wishes, yeah. Raw and real. Raw and real. Hey, what's up? Welcome to R&R Raw and Real Wishes. Here's where we speak on the journey of self-improvement based off experiences, observations, opinions, and some facts. Some topics can be a little triggering, but others may be funny, a little raw, or a little bit of edgy. So sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab your notebook, grab something to drink, or even grab your just your headphones. And let's get raw and real. <laughs> so let's welcome my mom to my conversation. Hi, Mommy. Hi. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and having this discussion with me today and um, being open to talk with me on, you know, different topics and stuff like that. Today, we're going to cover one particular thing. We're going to do the best we can and give you what you need. But, um, Ma, can you introduce yourself to the people? Tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do, kids, married. Yeah, she's married, so please do not try it. My stepdad do not play, Okay. (laughs) So I want you to just introduce yourself to my my listeners, my viewers, my followers. Okay, sure. Um, As she stated in the beginning of the conversation or in the beginning of this, um, she stated that um, I'm her mom. I am her mom. I have uh, four daughters. She is the oldest out of the four. I've been married for 10 years now, and I am so happy. Um, I'm looking forward for 10 more and then another set. So I'm... I, I I work, but I don't want to state my job, mm-hmm. but um, a full-time worker and a full-time mom, a full-time grandma. That's what I am. Okay. Well, as she introduced herself, she's my mom. Um, I guess I'll give y'all a little bit more backstory because she's trying to be really humble, really humble. This woman is a beautician. She is not just a mom. <laughs> she is like a chauffeur. She is a, a chef. Cause this sandwiches go hard. Okay, <laughs> she makes the best lunch sandwiches. She is a motivator. She is innovative. She is. I mean, the list can obviously go on. I could obviously say a lot because she's my mom. Mm. But she is a homebody. She is the person that, if you've ever got the opportunity to meet my mom, you know that. She is the home you go to <laughs> when you don't want to go home. Like, she's going to make you feel welcome, but she got rules. She always has had rules, and the rules apply to everybody. <laughs> if we clean up, you got to clean up, too. <laughs> if she tell you, go sit down, because she don't want you in her living room, please get out of her living room, because she will chastise you the way she would chastise us. <laughs> but everybody loves to come to my house because of my mom. Because she made them feel loved. She made them feel welcome. She didn't care who you was. She going to bring up the topic of God, whether you believed or not. And she, if you didn't, she was going to pray for you. So, like, legit, that's my mom. And in a nutshell, outside of all the other things that she's ever done. Um, so, the reason why I chose to talk to my mom on this particular topic is just because um, I am the oldest, as she said. And I've got to see my mom deal with things in a relationship aspect and, you know, see my mom grow from things. And obviously from a now a self-aware standpoint, I can always look back now and be like, wow, 
I never really understood why things were going this way, why this was going on. But now it's like, oh, I completely understand why she may have responded the way she did or why she did what she did. It's starting to make sense now. And like she always used to tell me, you may not understand now, but you'll understand when you're older. And that is legit true, um, especially like for this type of topic. And um, I just want you guys to also listen. There, These are two different perspectives coming from two different people. Yes, we are mother and daughter, but we have two different experiences with these type of things and we see them completely different. So I just want you guys to just tune in and really, really just listen to her responses to some of the questions and and how I respond. And if it relates to you, that is super awesome. I'm happy. And I just really hope you guys catch something from this. So um, pretty much what happened was I was on TikTok, right? Because I love me some TikTok. And then the rest of y'all do too. <laughs> I was on TikTok and there was a video with this girl and she pretty much just said, I am done trying to get you to see me. I am done trying to show and prove my love for you so you can see me. Um, I'm no longer like a pick me for you. Um, I'm done wasting my time. And, you know, I'm going to just go about, you know, if you don't want to accept me pretty much, you don't have to accept me, but I'm done trying. I'm done doing the most for you. I'm done trying to get you to see me jumping hoops for you and you still don't see me and choose to love me and be with me and you know take me for everything that I am um so I had sent this over to my mom so um mommy what does a pick me mean to you or like not not necessarily like a pick me but what does what does that mean like when you hear like oh a pick me girl or a pick me woman what do you what do you what does that mean to you when you hear it um I guess when you had sent this over to me I had thought about it several different ways and there's a lot of different ways I wanted to answer and I know back in the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't telling my age <laughs> not doing that one would not he say back in the night back in the day <laughs> Yeah, I am telling my age. Don't say back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. But, you know, back in the day, it was like, and it's a learned behavior as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, when you want to be picked because you're pretty, mm-hmm. you want to be picked because you had the right outfit, you were the name brand, you wanted to be picked because you had pretty hair. You wanted to be picked because um, you could dance, mm-hmm. you could sing. It was always something that you either had to have a talent or look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to be. So as little kids, when we were playing games like let's play house or let's play school teacher, we already acting out who, how we want to be picked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we want to be picked as pretty, talented, and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you fall in a category when you don't have those things? Right. Where do you fall? Right. So then you try to create an image so you can be picked. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, I thought about, I got to have my hair popped. I had to have my outfit popped. I had to have my nails done. I had to wear the right makeup, um, the right lip gloss, or whatever, just mm-hmm. so I could be picked. Mm-hmm. And even though I was chosen for being that pick. Mm-hmm. Was it enough? It wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't enough because I needed more. 
I needed to keep picking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it got to be a job. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like when you were in that, because I feel like that's, um, it can be a phase for some people. Do you feel like in that time you were trying uh, really hard to be picked, whether it was for a class assignment, whether it was for, I mean, my mama did cheerleading too, by the way. Um, (laughs) Or was it for like cheerleading? Like, did you still, do you feel like you still had to do a lot to be seen necessarily? Or do you feel like it was just in you? You really didn't have to try that hard. Some things did come easy. Okay. Because when it came to singing, I knew I had that. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. very confident about my voice. I knew I was a soprano and I, and I'm good. Right. Right. You know, that. but say if it was dancing, mm, (laughs) I ain't got that one. Okay. So if that was a category that I need to be picked in, I would not line up for that. I wouldn't sign up for it. Right, right. Because I know I, I need to take some step classes or whatever or practice. Right. But things that I was confident about, mm-hmm. I just knew I, I I believed I had it. Okay. Well, I'll give my little definition. So a pick me to me and kind of like what it means for me. Um it's always been a pick me has always been the girl or the guy in the classroom that just does the utmost to be seen, to be heard. It's like they were screaming for attention in the most oddest ways possible. It would be like, um, that's kind of like what it, what it was for me. And I mean, I became a pick me at some point in my life in, in regards to a relationship and as in regards to a friendship too, where I tried to, I really wasn't necessarily screaming for attention, like making a fool of myself type deal. But I would do the most for somebody just to feel like, oh, okay, I did more than that friend. So, yeah, you should definitely be my friend. Like, you should pay me a little bit more attention. And it was, it was attention-seeking, but I kind of did it behind the closed doors or, like, kind of, like, under the rug. I would just, I would go buy something for a friend and be like, why did I do that? Knowing good and dang well, I probably shouldn't have did that. Or, um... In my case, I would try to showcase my talents to show how better I was than the next person because I would feel like, well, I know I can do it. But that other person who has to be the picker, who's picking, I felt like they didn't know my worth. I felt like they didn't know who I was. So that's how I always saw as a pick me. Like, I don't want to be a pick me girl, but I do want to be a pick me girl. But like, you know, pick me, but don't pick me. <laughs> like, don't pick me openly. Like, I'm not about to be like, hey, you see me? Hey, hey. It was more so like, I'll just show you. I was more of the show me, pick me type person. So my question to you is, why do you feel like you had to be a pick? What made you feel that you needed to be on a lineup? Because um, I'm, I'm trying to get a, the language mm-hmm. pick me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's I, a, I, it's I just want to get some clarity <laughs> for that. Why do you want to be in the category of pick me? Well, because. And I, I, it's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah. I just want clarity. No, no, no. I got you. Okay. So for me, I felt like obviously that that is a 
self-esteem type issue, mm. for sure. It was a, um, I felt like I wasn't, if I didn't show how good I was, mm. I felt like I would get overlooked or put behind. And I was, I mean, I was in a limelight low-key as a kid. You know, my like, I've been singing since I was two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And then we started traveling, and it was like, I low-key got a big head. So do you feel like all your life you had to audition? For everything? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I really did. I really did feel like I had to a little bit. I had to, I had to showcase, like, my talents so that people knew because I was always just tucked away. It was always just we'd go home, go to home from school. But then, too, like, I felt like at some point, if I don't perform good, either I'm letting them down, like, letting my family down, letting my, mm-hmm. you know, my, my parents down. Um, it was like, dang, because I know they know my worth, but I have to make sure I prove it to every person. And I fell into that, and that's where I call myself, like, a pick-me, but I'm a quiet mm-hmm. pick-me. Get it. I'm I get a quiet it. picky. You get me now a little yeah, bit? So that's where I was at. And it, it seeped over into relationships. Um, then I started doing too much in relationships. And that obviously hindered me. Mm. But at some point, I had to, you know, back away from that. Like, I don't need to continue to prove to you I love you. I care about you. Mm. I've always felt like I had to do it yeah. in order to feel loved, in order to be seen, in order to feel anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now, no, I don't care. But it took me some time. But mm. that that's what a pick-me-girl type deal meant for me. Right. I very much um, clear. I guess my my take on what you just gave was like, just hearing you say, you know, what you had to do is audition for every type of thing in your life. It it bothers me. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean it, to, it I didn't mean to me put it out there like that. No. Because when you spoke, I saw the little shazzy there saying, mommy, did I do good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been hurt. saying that for a long time. And, and, you know, I didn't even know that was about to happen mm-hmm. until I'm in it, mm-hmm. hearing you. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. I didn't catch it. I don't think you could, mom. I, well, I didn't catch it, for one, because I wasn't trying to catch it. And yeah. I'm not trying to be no. being honest. Okay. Because my thing was I kept setting you up for auditions. And that's what some parents, we do that. Mm-hmm. Look, you got to be good. Mm-hmm. You sing it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Try it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, if that's all you got, mm-hmm. that's all you need. Mm-hmm. At some point, we lost and now our children are continuing auditioning for our love, mm-hmm. for our attention, mm-hmm. for our relationships, mm-hmm. for work. You know, your work ethics affect that too. Because yeah. you go to work expecting... It trickles over into like almost every aspect of oh your life. Oh my goodness, yeah. And I just didn't really catch it until you did your explaining. And I heard it. Mm-hmm. But it was like you were talking 
with ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked over again. I'm like, is my mother playing tricks on me? Is she got but, ponytails or is she blonde and bald? Yeah, and I, I just, I just am so, uh, it, it really took me back for a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want you to think like, you know, um, because put this out there for my viewers, like, no lie. I really had a good kid childhood, like, no lie. Legit. Okay. You know, I had a good childhood. I, I, you know, that one song that say I grew up on a pissy mattress. Baby, that was not me. I never grew up on no mattress, on no floor. And if it Praise was, God. it was like, the, the bed is on the way type deal. Like, okay, we got to sit on the floor for the night yeah. or for two days because, you know, it's coming. I've never been through a lot of things that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm a church kid. I grew up in a church. I grew up sheltered. I didn't break out of that shell until, obviously, I left, which all of our church, all of us church kids do. We all break out after we leave. Once we get the okay, you know, we, we done stepped out and did a little one-two. We done hit the club one time. You know what I'm saying? We done had a little sip of sip of a drink. You know, but I grew, I had a really good childhood, and I thank you, Ma, for that, and I don't want you to feel bad that I, that you're hearing this now. No, in a I, sense, honestly. Because I want don't. you to think that, because you were a single mom, at that time, it was just the three of us. Mm-hmm. So, no, you were doing what you really felt was right. Hey, you do have to be on your game. You're a singer. This is what you want to do. And I told her I did want to do that. At that time, I did. Mm-hmm. So she was not, she wasn't doing, she didn't understand that maybe that could have affected me. And I didn't understand how I was feeling. So I just thought if I did this right all the time, mm-hmm. then I'm going to I'm gonna keep doing this. Not even, you know, and she didn't know. She was like, listen, you got to be, listen, as a black kid you have to be the best you have to you cannot slack because they're watching they waiting for you to mess up they waiting for you to you know what i'm saying slip up and in our case we didn't even have like white people around it was black kids i'm like no no sing it right let me tell y'all this one thing let me tell you this one time this one time no lie no lie i'm not kidding we was in church we was in church and i had to sing and it was front of, it was like one of their, our church concerts that they was having. So I had to sing my solo. My mom is standing in the back of the church, directing me. <laughs> She's like, I remember. <laughs> she remember that's why she laughed. So I, I mean, remember. when I say directing me, I mean she like I'm sticking like it. this. Go higher. And she like back up, <laughs> back up on the microphone, <laughs> And then when I was too far, she would be like, "Come closer, come closer." Like, but and then like parts of the song where I had to, you know, really, really belt, she would be like, "Like, come on, in your gut, in your gut." But like, that was really her. <laughs> you ain't listen. No, she listened. I did listen. <laughs> I did because I was in my mind. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I definitely gotta do what she said because she's she's from the outside watching me. And she can see and hear what I can't hear because mm-hmm. when you up there singing a solo, they don't give you the earpiece. So mm-hmm. you just sing it from a mic because so you don't know how you sound. You don't know if you sound too far away. Um, but I mean, like she said, she sang. So yeah, she she knew what she was doing. So she was teaching me. Um, I just had to point that out there. She always told me what to do. She <laughs> never let me do what I want to do. She just told me what to do all the time. Okay? Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing, Chef, and, and it's a great, it's a great 
caption of what I was doing then. I probably didn't know what the heck I was doing. But I wanted perfectionist because there's nothing wrong with working hard, being the best. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. But you also have to teach that vulnerable side that it's okay. Mm -hmm. That you didn't give it your all or you gave it your all. And that was all you had. That is some of the things that you deal with today as a woman. You hate to fail. <laughs> you hate to mess up. Hate it. And I know for a fact that was because of what I said. You cannot fail. <laughs> you will not fail. Mm -hmm. There will be a way we can work this out. Mm -hmm. Now, was that healthy? Was it good to do? I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> I really am because there were times I needed to say that mm -hmm. and to get what I got. Mm -hmm. But then there were times I needed to probably back off because I'm pushing too hard. Mm -hmm. But as parents, we really don't know how much to push and pull. Mm -hmm. All we do know how to do is to save. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be that net long as I have life in me. Mm -hmm. But I had a great team. I am so grateful from church family to family mm -hmm. that I had avenues to get what I needed for those girls. No, seriously. Avenues that, that I was totally blessed with. Mm -hmm. But to me, that still was not enough mm -hmm. because I'm still doing what Shazen brought up in the whole conversation. Pick me because <laughs> I do the most when I may not be the one that need to be picked. Mm -hmm. Somebody else needed that slot. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't humble enough to let it let them have it, knowing that they needed it. And sometimes we do things that we don't think about the outcome or the final decision. Right, right. Because some of the times when I wanted you to pick me, when I got to the pick You'd and like, found out, like, really? Why am I here? I don't want this. Put me back. Yeah, I, put me back. I don't want it. Put me back in the water. Forget it. Never mind. Who play me back around, please? I think everything that you were stating with pick me, it goes into so many areas mm -hmm, of being accepted. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is the core. Yeah. So many of us want to be so much accepted. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we don't get that. Or we don't even feel it from beginning necessarily. Like we just don't feel it or we don't know what it feels like. Maybe we have felt accepted. And when we did feel accepted, it was like, oh my goodness, I'm accepted. Now I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Just to keep feeling accepted because I want to keep feeling this feeling. And it's like yeah. you have to feel accepted by yourself first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean... You've already been accepted to God, obviously. We're his. Mm -hmm. You know, we are his. But acceptance is a word that needs to be used. It, yes. So <laughs> I, I, I get it that you have to be, you know, stop trying to be accepted. Some people say, you know, stop trying to be accepted. Stop trying to be uh, always. Listen, the word was invented. Invented <laughs> to be used. Executed. Mm -hmm. There's some things you need to be accepted about. I accepted this job offer. Mm -hmm. I accept the role and I do it well. Mm -hmm. So if I really don't know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. 
That's the thing. You know, when to turn it on. I don't need to be accepted for that. Forget that. I don't need that. I'm I'm confident. I'm I'm okay with this bit of stuff right here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm okay. So I don't need it. But I think it's in some categories there needs to be some kind of acceptance. I want to feel love. Mm-hmm. I want so to So did ex- you ever feel like you did that for a man necessarily? Where we done a, above and a beyond the most? <laughs> Let me reiterate, she is married. I Ten have. Years. Okay. Okay. I have always tried to jump through hoops for guys. Mm-hmm. Always. It's because, and I think it's just me. So it may not be. Don't, you know, don't quote me. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. But I have that feeling that I need to help. Mm. You know how many people feel like that? I just feel like I need to help. So you if I see, people? I feel like you're a good looking guy. But if I could just, just help fix you a little bit. Just a little bit. You, oh, you be. And the thing is, sometimes my help so, fix them for somebody else. So question. What got you to that point? Is it because you saw the potential, maybe? I definitely saw potential. And you and necessarily that's how you acted off of the potential that you saw in that person. So you were trying to, you feel like you were trying to push that person to be what you pretty much kind of came up with in your head. I'm just to be honest. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I just be honest. I'm say yes. I, you know, I, I have. Um back then I really didn't do any research mm-hmm. on relationships how to be in a relationship. Those conversations needed to be done as a child. Yeah. Because when I got the the manual, it was empty. Mm-hmm. So it had a cover. Mm-hmm. It had a title. Mm-hmm. How to find a how to get a me, how to, all them titles was all there. But so you had to table context. But, and the table context <laughs> didn't have nothing. <laughs> it was just blank a compass uh, 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 I, mean, I mean not a compass just empty mm-hmm. so when I opened it up it was like oh so it's trial and error so I will create so you have to write it mm-hmm. you have to write it in your my journal or what I want mm-hmm. when conversations like that need to be taught to little girls and young boys understood early mm-hmm. because those are not our conversations you know mm-hmm. what conversation we had look mama broke I ain't got no money. <laughs> I don't play. Yeah. When that's a good time to say, this is why I'm broke. Because <laughs> I was hard-headed. Mm-hmm. I did not listen. Mm-hmm. I did not make great decisions. Mm-hmm. And this is what you need not to do. Mm-hmm. Don't be messing around with everybody <laughs> and think they all going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the times where you have those conversations, and we don't, because mm-hmm. we don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I really didn't know what to do. I had no handbook to pass to you. You're just like, you know, you. what did you, my grandbabies tell your daughter? Grandma, you going to leave a cookbook for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You going to leave your recipes? We don't leave recipes. No, we don't. Recipes to life. Recipes to the, the, the kitchen, around the kitchen. Yeah. Recipes on how to be courteous. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I did not know until I started making this decision in my life to shift. Right. But at first, I would hate to hand you my book that I did last week. So will you say that you are a petty person? Oh, I'm definitely petty. Oh, my gosh. Now y'all know where I get it from. (laughs) She is the queen of petty. So in the midst, okay, so in the midst of you doing the most for these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it was, did you, did it, bleh, bleh, bleh. okay. <laughs> Do you feel like there was ever a time where you played, oh, the way you treat me is I'm a, I must treat you? Like in the midst of doing that, then you started to get like, okay, bro, this man not doing anything. You know, I see all this potential and he's not giving anything back to me. You feel like at some point you played that whole petty role where you was like, okay, you don't want to do for me, I ain't going to do for you. You started to kind of mimic their their energy. Did you ever do that? I was not that. Okay. I was. You kept um, the same energy. You just stayed yourself. I, I was like, I, it's real, I'm about to do what you just did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, it wasn't that. Um, those was totally petty thoughts. Okay. But following through, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Oh, I wanted to do a couple oh, of girl, things. Oh, I'm petty. I wanted to do a couple of things, but I didn't do some things only because I had to answer to somebody. Mm. Y'all know who she's talking about? Okay. Mep, mep, okay. And because I had to answer, I just didn't want to deal with it. Okay. Okay. I always was the person that left. I disappeared. I did the disappearing act. Mm. I just packed up and left. (laughs) Because it was like, to me, taking the time to dictate and to tell and to go through all this for a person to say, and take it or leave it. Because they will. Get used to it. Now you've been dealing with it. That's the one right there. You why been you want to make it? Why you want to make a difference now? Mm-hmm. Why you changing now? So, and I just didn't want to do it. Okay. I didn't want to go through that. I just left. And I, when I say left, I left everything, and everybody who was in that mm-hmm. just left. Now, don't get me wrong. I had my days where there was some petty argument or some petty situations, mm-hmm. but downright, nope. Okay. The best way I can get you is to leave you. The mm. best way. Because you like my presence. <laughs> That's why you stayed in it. Love it. So I think I can hurt you that way. And I know it works. I mean, obviously, you're married now. Duh. I know it works. Duh. See, I'm her daughter, and I'm the opposite. I done (laughs) picked her petty. I'm petty, and I like to start petty arguments. I like to start petty arguments. But I was was like, and I I do it now. The way you treat me is the way I'm going to treat you. And that's that's just how I respond to things. Because if if I'm treating you with the utmost respect, I'm giving you love, um, I'm there for you. I'm doing these things. And you you just gonna sit back as if 
you're entitled to that? Oh, that's when the pettiness comes out. Now I'm going to be petty. Now I'm not going to answer my phone when you call. Or, you know what I'm saying? You come home from dinner. It ain't me. Try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I, I done the petty stuff, but I, I don't, I don't want to do only that The only thing I can say is I would try. Mm-hmm. Try. I, I, I guess it's, it's it, I say try it and see how well you like it. Because <laughs> when I give the person not the energy that they give me, it actually rattles their nerves. Why she ain't upset like mm-hmm. I am or why I can't pull her in like she has, mm-hmm. like, you know, I have. And I used to do it. I got it. But it's a trick to it. And the trick is... If you can get a joker smile, it works every time. It's like that smile, like, mm-hmm, you better watch yourself. <laughs> you know? It's that, it's, that, it's, that, it's that when you get real quiet. When she's right, quiet, yeah, that's when you want to worry. That's right, when you want to worry. But I've learned that I don't do, I'm not going to stop mm-hmm. being nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop being loving. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop being affectionate. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop doing that mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. because evidently you don't know how to receive it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by me giving it to you you don't even know how to say okay you don't know how to deal with that you don't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. so why make it seem like i'm something wrong with me yeah well your, your daughter has a revenge I'm streak gonna, you know what make me and and I don't, because Lester asked me not to put him in. Oh, she had told her husband that. Oh, Lester asked oh. me. I just want to say this, <laughs> honey. I'm sorry. I know you're gonna forgive me. But what I want to say is, what is so unique about my husband and I friendship? Because they have a friendship. Friendship is. I give certain energy. Mm-hmm. And because he didn't give it back, I used to bust at him. What? <laughs> Did you see that I do this on occasions? Why can't you just think about doing that? Mm-hmm. 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 When he is consistent in everything that needs to be done. That is true. That is true. Coming from her being her daughter, you know, and it, seeing that ain't, ain't no delay in the light and gas and water and heat. <laughs> ain't, ain't no delay. Ain't, ain't no, no cut delay. off notice. No. Let, well, let me say this. Let me say this. I, I I gotta speak on my stepdad. My stepdad. Well, he really loves my mom. So, like she obviously said, I am the oldest. I have. I got. I got to see the transition. Thank you, Jean. I got to see my mom go from, mm. and I, I I didn't know what I was looking at or what I was watching, but like I said, when you become self-aware and you start paying attention to your mental, you start paying attention to Thank things you. that you respond to, your trauma, you start to see what your parents did and how they did it, but you get to, like, I'm just thankful. Not a lot of people get to see their parents mm-hmm. transition from being unhealed to healing mm. because no one is completely healed. I believe everyone is continuously healing. I got to see my mom go from a thousand to 50. Legit. Legit got to see her transition into who she is now and her relationship with her kids, the dynamic of our relationship. Like, I don't 
really truly <laughs> like I really have to sit and think about this like I didn't think that I would ever be able to sit and talk with my mom like this Thank because God. we did not mm. not that we didn't I couldn't talk to her but that perfection I didn't want her to think I, you know like I messed up you know what I'm saying but yeah. in actuality I mean we all messed up so it's 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 absolutely fine but I got to see my mom go from being broken being in that mm. state to a man finding her unbeknownst to any of us. We didn't know where this man came from. I'm telling you, I came home. Now, I didn't live with my mom all the time. So when I did come home, I was like, who is this? Look, who is this? This tall, dark-skinned man, and he big. Who is that? Who is that? I didn't know who that was, but he was around, and he been around. But I got to see my mom being loved correctly. Yes. I thank seen you her when she, that. you know, when she, when she wasn't loved correctly and I see how she responded. Mm. But now going in to see her being loved correctly, we, me and my sisters, we make a joke about it. Like it's really a joke because now she is a pick me, but it's just her husband. <laughs> Legit. I, I mean it. And it's, it's in the healthiest way possible. And, and this is kind of like where I wanted to, the shift to is she's a pick me to her husband, but it's not in an attention. She just bothers this man. That's all she do is just bother him. Now, I don't. <laughs> I now, if my other siblings were on here today, they would be like, yes, you do. She bothers this man, but he loves my mom. Yes, he does. So much. And I mean, he loves my mom. He loves my grandparents. He loves my siblings. He loves mm-hmm. our kids, like my, me and my siblings' kids. His grandkids. Those are his grandkids, right? Like, mm-hmm. Not no step, nothing. We don't use that word. We've never used that word, step right. anything. Um, he loves us, and he is there for us just the same as he's there for her. But it's definitely her over us. Maybe not the grandkids, though. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know, but... Yeah. I, I, but like I was saying, I got to see my mom nurture that side and go into this and be in love correctly. It, it wasn't easy. And I'm pretty sure, you know, if my stepfather was here, he'd be like, yeah, she, she gave me hell. But you, it, it's from past. So when she started healing and taking care of her mind and taking care of her spirit, taking care of her body, things started to change. Mm-hmm. Her relationship with her husband started to get better. Her relationship with all of us got better. So it, it kind of like, my mom always tells me I'm always inspiring to her. Um, but it, I think it goes back and forth because at that time, I really wasn't trying to get my mental together. I would just hide it. Like, I'm cool. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yes, and she, you were. I would. And I, and I still kind of act in that manner. Like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Um, but I had, I started my healing process because I saw my mom accept love. I saw her accept love and truly embrace it. And it's been 10 years. Like, you know how you be like, mm, we'll see how long he lasts. We low-key did say that. We was like, mm, we'll see how long he lasts. He ain't gonna last long. My mother is tough. She yeah. tough. She don't play no games. Like, that's just, but she had to. Like I said, she has four girls. Yeah. You know, and you have when you have only that around you, you have to be strong. It's like she felt at that time probably I have to be the strong one right now because I can't I, I can't deal with that that soft 
sensitive side. It's not important right now. We got things to do. I right. need to get these girls here. So she couldn't even sit in it. I see my mom be the most corniest, softest, cheesiest person I've ever met. And it disgusted me. Okay. At some point, I said, she let you do that? Oh, she let you hold her hand? <laughs> like what? When she gets around my stepfather, she's giddy. And it's like, I mean, I want that too, you know. Well, if you're using the word pick me on that, let me jump in on that. I wouldn't even say it's a pick me for real. If you're using a pick me, what I just thank God for is that vision that he allowed me to hit, see with you. Mm -hmm. You know, because Shaz, honestly, I wanted the best for y'all. I put y'all on a planner, a platter, mm -hmm. and said, I serve them to you, mm -hmm. but I want nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. What I failed to realize was I couldn't ask for something that I didn't have put a calling on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I had a vision for you, but God had a plan. Mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. and God has allowed me to enjoy seeing your transition mm -hmm. by correcting me mm. so the best out of you will have to come out of me because I have to reveal me yes mm -hmm. because you already know what I tried to cover yeah mm -hmm. but I what I didn't try to admit to Mm -hmm. So you already know. So I thank God that the times when you guys were telling me about things I did, I wasn't, I was very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Y'all tripping. Mm -hmm. I, you know, everything. Until mm -hmm. the time I got to the point and said, you're right. I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree. But I was being obedient. Mm-hmm. And obedience. And it's a sacrifice in being obedient. It's the sacrifice that I've taken to accept when I did not agree to the punishment that I have given my girls. Mm -hmm. I was not ready for that. Mm -hmm. But I did it because I wanted God to free me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if he could free me from it, he had to reveal it. And then I had to feel what y'all was saying. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it's a different feeling when you inject it with somebody else's stuff. I got my own. I got my own, baby. <laughs> I don't want yours. Right, right. But if I injected that to you, I got to take it back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God has allowed me just in a short session time to enjoy the fact that you say, I've seen her from this to that. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for it because now every day that he tells me to do something, I think mean, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but if it's going to create mm -hmm. a better atmosphere for you mm -hmm. and your sisters and my grandchildren, mm -hmm. done. Yeah. Done. Only mm -hmm. because I want peace. There was times where we couldn't have conversations. Yeah, we could not. 
We couldn't have conversations. We could not. And you and I was not in the pick me mode. Like, I don't care if you pick me or not, not listen. I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah. Flat, flat out. Yeah. So her, her her opinion at that time did not matter. Like, I'm like, no. It 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 bothers my husband to know that when when stuff get crazy, I'm like, it's gonna be all right. He what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you hear what just happened? I, I know you about to blow up. Mm-mm. I, I, just go ahead. Have your way. No. Mm-mm. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I ain't never been an okay person. No. I am always on 10. Fire oh, <laughs> we about to tear this place up. Yeah. So when I say this to my kids, they be like, who is you? I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I have no idea who you are. Well, I decided in my life to pick a different path. Mm -hmm. And because I decided to pick a different path, that's my new pick me. Mm -hmm. Because if it's going to help you in the long run, then that's all I want to do. Right. And myself, too. Yeah. Because I want to be better for myself. Mm -hmm. Lester has allowed me to learn his patience. That, 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 that man got patience. I don't understand. Man. I don't understand. Don't nothing seem to rattle, rattle. And if it does, you know, he's mad. But if it does, the gym get it. Because he, he going to work it out. Yeah. He going to work it out. He has an outlet. He going to go to that bag. He going to go to something. He's going to work it out. Mm-hmm. But to see him on 10 on a verbal, mm-hmm. I ain't seen it, and I've been with him 10 years. Mm. 10. All right, I have one more question before we necessarily close this out. And I am going to make it fun for a little bit, for a little bit. But my last question in regards to this topic of just doing the most, you know what I'm saying, not just pretty much doing the most. Mm -hmm. What is one thing you would tell the younger you? It doesn't have to be, I mean, you pick which younger you you want to tell. But based off our conversation now, what is one thing you would like to tell younger you? Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. I sent her this question, y'all, that lets you know she... <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tell you, no. I did read my little stuff and then I had something in mind. But when God is in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. everything changes. Yeah, Absolutely. And the only thing that I can say because he's in the atmosphere is I forgive you. Mm. That's a good, that's a good one. I forgive you. That, mm. That's I what I can say to my younger me. I can forgive you. Okay. Well, Ma, I want to thank you so much mm-hmm. for having this talk with me and being yes. open to it. Thank you. Um, I was very nervous. <laughs> We both were, we both were very nervous just because this is new territory. And I've, like I've stated in my podcast prior, I've been running from speaking necessarily for a long time. And it was because like, I didn't want to say the wrong things. I didn't want to make anybody feel bad, you know, Mm -hmm. from the family standpoint, I didn't want to make nobody feel bad or make somebody feel like, oh, you telling the business. And it's like, I'm not trying to, so mm. I've been trying to find a healthy way to tell my testimony. It's just, y'all are attached to me. I understand. So, you know, it's our testimony, and who knows? 
me finding a healthy way to explain these different types of situations without downplaying our life, without making anybody feel like, oh, I'm, oh, you're trying to make me look like a bad person. I'm not. I'm making you human. Yeah. I'm just showing yeah. you and me like, hey, yo, I caught it. You're human. We mm-hmm. make mistakes. So I want to thank you for, because this was the one person I want to obviously have a conversation with. It's my mom. Um, because she's the pillar. She's the start. You know, she's my one half. And obviously my dad is my other half. Um, but that's the one half that started, you know, this whole process of, now one thing my mom has always said is to believe in yourself. Go for what you want. Yep. never settle. And we've all had to learn and shift through being, you know, settling for different things. And I kept running from this. I kept running from, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, every time I say something, I just say it wrong. Now I got to find a way to say it. And my mother would be like, find a different way to say it. So this is, this is my different way of saying it. I choose, I chose to go this route. And I felt like this was where I need to be. I understand. So I and think I, what I want to say, why you enjoying this platform, you know, the times that I did see you on and enjoying, I was like, look at my baby, but let me let you know something. And this is just for you, but the viewers can enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to audition. No more. <laughs> you don't have to go through the pick me. Mm-hmm. No more. You're right. You're right, mommy. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Let it go. Mm-hmm. speak what the spirit allows you to speak about talk about subjects that are very uncomfortable mm-hmm. you're going to have negative views mm-hmm. you're going to have positive mm-hmm. but what you are going to have is somebody delivered yeah yeah I'm voting on the deliverance <laughs> That's all you want. Somebody breakthrough. Yeah. Because somebody needed somebody. So I'm giving you the okay that that stopped you for many years from being everything you want because everything ain't lined up. You know how I was. If it ain't lined up, it ain't right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ain't your job to line everything up. It's God's. Mm-hmm. You just be present mm-hmm. to do His will. He'll take the will. You don't need acceptance from me. And if you did need it, I give it to you today. Go for it. And I receive it. Go for <laughs> I it. receive it. I Go for receive it. it. Thank I'm you. so happy. Thank you, Mom. Even I'm going to give my mommy a hug. I, you know, I can't get it. <laughs> I'll give you a hug myself. Okay. Thank you, well, Mommy. I, I love you. I love uh, all this. I think that this is a great platform. I hope God take you where you need to go. I really do. I do too. Really Look, do. you coming too, um, assistant? All right, all right. So I, I got, I got some funny questions. Okay. Uh-uh. Yes, no. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not laughing. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're not, no okay. They're not funny. Okay. okay. Um, since Thanksgiving is coming up, Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh. What is your hold on, hold on, hold on? What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? <laughs> <laughs> Mac and cheese. <laughs> hers is mac and cheese yours is mac and cheese mac and cheese mine's is my mama's dressing (laughs) not anybody's dressing my mama's dressing that's one of my favorites that she cooked and I lord knows I can't wait I make it last too 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> joke. Okay. So another question I have is because I stated before she she used to be a hairstylist. She still is, to be honest with you. She's just not gonna do y'all hair. Y'all really gotta pay her to pull out them hands. Um, <clears throat> the silliest hairstyle you've done that you thought was super fire. What is one of the silliest hairstyles you've ever done? And like when you look back at it, you're like, why did I do that? Well, um, <laughs> Destiny hates this hairstyle. She will not even let me put the picture up when she was in school. But the braid that do the little hoop and they keep going together and they keep going and had the little African look. Like Y'all, she went to Zimbabwe. My sister hates that hairstyle. She hates that hair. And I thought I was, oh. She I thought, thought I that hairstyle was fire. Let me tell you, I thought I had arrived. One thing about me, I'm a, I'm a woman with many hats. And I can, I if I didn't know how to do it, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know how to sew, we going fig, to figure it. There was nothing I did not try to do. Nothing. So if it was shopping, if it, if it was hair, I need to do your hair. If I had to do your makeup, I learned how to do makeup. It mm-hmm. was whatever, because I wanted my kids to not want for nothing. Or I didn't want them to have to go to somebody else to get it done and save them some money. But, you know, as right. parents, we wear different hats. Yeah, we do. And we, we actually are the first actors. We just don't get no Oscars. None. <laughs> We are the best actors. So we're getting you for Christmas and award. You know, I need my Oscar because I was good at uh, Silly and I was good at um, Mary don't, Jane. Don't, don't. And, no, that's my sister. Don't okay. start. But don't I was don't good start with the color purple. Okay. Some of my acting roles was off the chain. Ain't nobody picked me up. Don't nobody want to hear you play Silly. I can only play mama roles because I can't play girlfriend roles. Mama roles. Damn. See, 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 sit down. Eat with your mama. You got to play the one lady who plays the mama in every movie. What is that one lady name? She plays the mom in like every movie. Oh my goodness, she's crazy. She was Cheryl. A, I don't know if that's her I, name, but she. I figure out her she name. Got older too. I yeah, figure out her home. name and put her in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell y'all the silliest hairstyle that my mother did on me that she probably thought was oh, real no. fire. I'm gonna tell y'all. What? It was a, my first haircut. It was my first haircut. Oh, I messed this up. This was her first time cutting. Because I was like, my, I'm ready to cut my hair. Y'all, it was a mess. It was a mess. I tr- we tried to make it work. I, next thing you know, I was, in, I was in braids in like two weeks. <laughs> I was in braids in two weeks. And she didn't cut it too low, so I was still able to get a braid. Oh, we put some tracks in. Yeah, oh. we put some tracks in it. And I was like, this lady is crazy. Like, I look a hot mess. But we, she was really trying to hype me up. Like, yeah, you look good. I was like, this looks stupid. <laughs> That's but, what you get for lying to me, making me feel all good. It's I didn't want to. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. But yes, I told. <laughs> yes, that's the one silliest hairstyle I've ever had in my life. I'm so my sorry, baby. Mm-hmm. No, she not. Okay. I had no permanent in my back. <laughs> <laughs> my back was lit, was not laying. No, I never had beaded beads. Okay, we not about to play like that. No, you got wave. I had wave grease. Okay, yeah, yeah it was wave back here. We was trying to mold it, y'all. It wouldn't mold. In my family. It wouldn't mold. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> um, what's my last last one? last one? Oh, <sighs> my last question is: What is your weirdest addiction? Because everybody has a weird addiction, and I need to know yours. Oh my goodness. It could be something that you collect. It could be something that you do. Whatever it is, is weird addiction. I ain't saying that because anybody gonna be having no blackmail on me. Okay, well, give me your least weirdest addiction. Cause I have some weird. 
I'm weird. <laughs> okay, give me your I'm, I'm telling you, I I back I back cups with words only. I don't like coffee cups without words. Y'all, we not too far apart. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's just one. I'm not gonna the go. Apple don't see. fall too far. So when somebody like, oh, I gave me a cup and it was nothing on it, I'm like, I don't like it. But I didn't say nothing. I'm like, why are you giving me a cup with no words? I, I think a cup should have words. So I have addiction for cups that, and I got tons of cups that says, good morning, coffee, watch yourself, devil, jump back, hot. Yeah, it just got to have something. I, why do you have a cup that don't talk to you? I have a lot of cups that don't say anything because that is my weirdest addiction. I collect cups too. I, my I, cups don't, I like colorful cups. I'm talking about coffee cups, you guys, not cups like this. No, coffee I'm talking cups, about the tumbler cup. I like no, the tumbler cups. I, I love coffee cups. I have addiction for coffee cups, but they have to have, don't bring me a pink cup only. I, I'm going to say thank you. And she's and not going to drink out of it. My kid is going to drink out of it. I'm not going to. Or my little sister. I'll just let it, it doesn't go in the family with the people that talk, the cups that got something to say. Okay. And you don't have anything to say in the cabin. Not if you don't have nothing to say. I don't know. Um, I, you said weird addiction. That's one. That 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 is your weird addiction. That's All right. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows that I typically close out with um, okay. a if I can find it. Oh. I typically close out with a quote. We'll go ahead um, and get it. The quote that I had, I I had it, but devices passed side. Oh. Um, Pretty much the quote just says, beautiful things do not beg for attention. Um, And my little take on that, and I'll ask you a little take on what you feel about that too, is is, that's really true. Beautiful things don't beg for attention. Because when when you're just gifted, when you're chosen, when you really sit in who you are, your light is going to shine. Amen. You're going to be seen. You don't need to beg for the attention. It's going to become, it's going to come to you. You're going to draw attention to you versus you begging for it. We don't beg for God's love. It's given to us. We don't beg, you know, our moms to love us. It's given. We don't, you know, you don't have to beg. You're a beautiful human being. Regardless of what anybody says to you, regardless of how other people have made you feel or what other people put or projected onto you, you're not, you're not any of those things. You are who you say you are. You are who God says you are. So beautiful things do not beg for attention. So what do you take on that? I think it said it's, you know, when something is just frank, there's nothing else to add. Beautiful things don't need attention. And the only thing I would add, if you know, if I had to give my opinion, is be yourself, your authentic self, mm-hmm. your genuine self. Because you cannot be copycat, you cannot be replaced mm-hmm. because you were made perfect as who you are, and nobody else can be that way. Mm-hmm. So my thing is strive to be in the best self you can be. You don't have to be flamboyant because you will outstand and outshine anything when you're yourself. You will stand out in a 
dark room, you will shine. And then you will stand out in a crowd because of your radiance, because of yourself. So if you're going to be you, just go ahead and be you. You don't have to do extra stuff. And you could be all that you make yourself up to be because you like you like that. Because mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with being the best you when you like long hair. <laughs> and you go buy it. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. If that's the best you. Mm-hmm. No, nobody can tell you that. So I say, you know, with that saying, um, my mom told me one time, Flowers are very unique. They not shy. They not, a, they not jealous. They gonna bloom no matter what. And they don't care about Daisy. They don't care about Lily. They don't care about this. All they know is I stand out in my category. And that's how you should be, a flower that is that has its slot. And no matter what, you look good amongst the rest. You are a category on your own. So stink it out. That is super funny. Because in my notes, I have that. <laughs> and I never, this was like my private notes for just me to obviously look onto. And in my note, as an ending, I said, um, pretty much be it a garden full of flowers mm-hmm. and you're trying so hard to grow so fast to sprout up to bloom because the other flowers have bloomed not even knowing it's not your time it wasn't your you know it's not your time you have oh. to take your time to grow yeah because you as a flower you you know obviously I don't believe flowers talk but maybe they do. I don't know. To each other, maybe. But anyway, <laughs> flowers, each flower grows and blooms in their own season, in their own time, mm-hmm. their own space, everything. And they need what they need to grow. This flower may need more dirt. This flower may need to be planted deeper. You know what I'm saying? So imagine you being in a, a field full of flowers. All of you are blooming and blossoming. All of us are blooming and blossoming on our own time. Mm-hmm. Instead of, we we can't try so hard to be seen because when you do, you don't even hit your potential. Mm-hmm. You, you, you stay a small flower when your whole intention was to be larger. Mm-hmm. And, and like my, my sister, Kavana, she has flowers. She even said it, I had it in one pot and it stopped growing. When I moved it to a different pot in a different area, it grew bigger. Okay. And it was like, that could be used in, in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in a one situation, you feel like you're stagnant, you can't grow. You're not being seen, none of that. Mm-hmm. But then you move into another space, you go mm-hmm. somewhere different, and now look at you. Yeah. You done blossom. You, okay. got, you done got around the, the people who, who show you love, who show you they care about you, who's going to be the accountable person for you, who's going to hold your hand. Yes. instead of you sitting over somewhere where you were withering so that was the little side note that I had to pretty mm-hmm. much end all of this is like just be your own flower go where you're go where you're gonna grow go where you're gonna be loved on because a flower takes time it needs to be planted right it needs to be watered a lot of time you can't water yourself a lot mm-hmm. of time God put people in our lives to water us to water you, to carry the load for you, to help take care of you because you can't take care of yourself by right, yourself. Right. So that was that was super cool that you kind of said that, and I had that in like in my notes. Right. Um, 
But again, mommy, I want to thank you for coming and doing this with me. This was super awesome. And I really hope that we can obviously, you know, I'm pretty sure my viewers might like you a little too much, so you might have to come back. <laughs> and that's cool and that's understandable, but I appreciate it. And you guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Okay. See ya. I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R, &R, Raw and Real with Shaz. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends and don't forget to leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. See you in the next episode. Woo, what an episode. Listen, before you go, I just want to know if you really enjoyed this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or whoever? I would greatly appreciate that. And then too, whatever podcast platform that you're streaming this on, or if you're watching it on YouTube, please go leave me a comment or leave me a five-star review. This helps others find my podcast just like you did. And if you want to keep up with my socials, my handle is RNR with Shaz on all platforms. Again, that was RNR with Shaz, C-H-A-S, on all platforms. Thank you once again for all the love and all the support. Stay safe and stay strong. Until next time. Bye.